I moved into an apartment with a roommate last summer. When we first came in, the biggest part of the sale was the fact that the apartment was freshly renovated and soundproof. This is important and you'll see why. So when we got in, my roommate immediately fell in love with it and I was too. When we moved in, we were very careful not to bother anyone as we wanted to quickly have a good relationship with our neighbors. Oh, did you see the new neighbors? They only moved in during the day. They don't make sound during the night. What nice people kind of deal. And we can say that it safely worked. What we did not know, however, is that there were only three renters when we first came in. Us on the first floor, another family upstairs on the opposite side, and another one on the third floor with one empty apartment between us. It turns out the soundproof statement was accurate, but only in regards to the inside to outside situation. When our upstairs neighbors moved in, it was a nightmare. Sound from 5 a.m. to past midnight, five days in a row, dropping stuff, speaking loudly, yelling or walking in their apartment, apartment with their shoes on. Out of frustration on the fifth day, I walk upstairs and meet my neighbor at midnight. I ask them to cease their activities for the night. I have work in the morning and I cannot be up all night. I understand they were freshly moved in and they might have had a tight schedule, but midnight was too late to be moving stuff. He did not reply. He just closed the door on me. I go downstairs and the sound starts over again. I notify my landlord and he tells me that he'll handle it and apologize for the situation explaining to me that my neighbor was just moving and that he probably didn't understand what I was saying because of the language barrier. The neighbors were extremely loud. I know a lot of Karens will use that as an excuse to shower their neighbors with hate, but when I say loud, I mean it. There was no stop to their loud noises. It seemed like they couldn't be bothered to hold something without dropping it or jumping up and down on the floor or purposefully banging the bed frame against the wall when doing the deed. I recorded the event and even installed microphones in my home jack straight into my computer, activating and recording every time there was a strong vibration in the house. Over 98 events on a Monday. This was February 14th. I was livid. I send that to the landlord and explain that this cannot continue. The first apartment was poorly soundproofed, which meant we were hearing every sound all the time. Second, we had notified the neighbors about the situation and they have ignored it. I've notified the landlord to awaken them to our situation. I report the issue several times and even advise my landlord that there were very heavy sounding thuds coming from upstairs, which worried me. He answered with, Stop complaining about your neighbors already. I've got other things to do. I answered, Understood, sir. Please be advised this will be my last communication and action to help you in that regard. You know when I said I hear loud bangs? It turns out our upstairs neighbor was doing bench press lifting in his living room and the heavy thuds I kept hearing were him dropping dropping his weights on the ground. I had warned my roommate about removing anything she didn't want broken from the living room and lo and behold, four days later, the first crack appeared, then another. The floor was giving out. I moved the couch out of the way and moved the TV and the consoles into the bedroom. Fast forward to three days ago, after another loud series of bangs, I hear a loud crack followed by, oh snap, and then there were very loud noises. I went to the living room to see my my neighbor on the ground with several actually gruesome injuries due to the fact that he just went through the floor and brought his bench and weight rack with him. I called an ambulance and the police and the police asked me if I reported the issue with my landlord, which I could confirm due to my communication being made via email. I sent everything and I am now, of course, filing to break my lease due to uninhabitable dwelling. The landlord came in yesterday and just proceeded to explode, told me that I should 
could have made him aware that my neighbor was doing dangerous things, to which I answered. I had notified him about the very loud sounds, and he never investigated, and that he also ordered me to stop complaining about my neighbors. It was not my responsibility to go out of my way to protect his assets if he is unwilling to cooperate with me. My neighbors, my roommate, and I are now residing in a hotel until we can find a new place to live. We are also looking towards adding a bit more salt to the injury by maybe filing for criminal negligence against both our landlord and the neighbor. The first because the apartment was apparently having some flaws and the latter for endangering us. Had I not caught up on what caused the sound earlier, me or God forbid my roommate could have been under that. Anyway, it was a fun week and I do enjoy the accommodations of my hotel. I never went to a four-star spa-included hotel before. It turns out the chocolate on the pillow is a lie and I am very disappointed about that. As I have advised to a few commentators, I followed up with my roommate but she did not take pictures of the event. She got a bit mad that I asked considering what had just happened and questioned my priorities. I then explained that our story got a lot of attention and some people in the comments requested some visual proof. I will spare you her answer. I'll just add that it's okay not to believe the story based on my word alone. If people didn't actually question it, I would be worried. When I first posted this story, my only intent was to share my experience and I thought, huh, malicious compliance, neat. If there was a horrible landlord or bad neighbor form, I would have found prior to submitting the story, then I probably would have posted there instead. I'm also going to add that I'm not an expert or an engineer. How and why something like weights and the like would cause part of the floor to collapse, I cannot say. Was there any structural damage prior? Was there water damage that was never addressed, just covered up? Was the structure just not as sound as I believed it was when I got in? I cannot say. I understand some of you might have worked in construction and never experienced such an event or have actual reasons to suspect a lie due to personal and professional experience. Once again, you can and should question anything on the internet. I just hope you can also apply that kind of skepticism, and I mean wanting proof or the opinion of an actual expert prior to making a decision, to more than just posts. So, jumping forward into the future, there is an update. My brother has agreed to take the case and look at the options. We are not feeling very vindictive, and our insurance is going to cover most of the costs, so we might file for negligence. I'm not a lawyer myself, and I don't know the terms in English, but basically the landlord should have had his building inspected before renting, which was apparently not done. The landlord has apparently calmed down after the event and has apologized for everything. He has scheduled a visit from inspectors to check the integrity of the apartment and the cause of the damage that would have allowed a human and exercise equipment to go through the floor and the ceiling. In exchange for not pressing charges, he has agreed to reimburse all the money we have invested into the rent, our stay at the hotel, and a little extra as an apology and the guarantee to either repair the apartment and soundproof it properly or, if it is not an option, to go back. He will relocate us onto another of his buildings, which are a lot better than what we had, reduce our rent quite significantly for as long as we stay with papers to back this offer up in writing, and a full year of rent for free. This is actually quite generous in the current rent market. I'm leaving the final say to the roommate. On my end, I was not injured, she was not, and this could have just been a freak accident. Yes, the landlord is a bit of a jerk, but let's be honest, we've all had worse landlord-wise. Plus, even if we take him up on his offers, the upstairs neighbor might be looking at some severe reparation. He did get injured after all, but we would be happy to hear about your opinion. What would you say? Take this further or just take the refund plus the full year, rent-free year, and then low rent for the years to come. And that brings us to the final update. After a long time of deciding what to do, we have opted to take the landlord's offer. However, we made it clear that we could not live under the same people if the soundproofing was not at the very least improved. We went to my brother's office and met with a colleague of his who had multiple documents for us to sign. One 
of them for the promise of low rent. The landlord wanted to offer $250 off the market price and we negotiated up to $300 off to be applied to all of our leases. We also agreed to the reimbursement of six months of rent, which will cover us for the next year and then some, plus the free year. We received about $5,000 each and the landlord has agreed to cover all the costs of the hotel we and our parents had to pay. We might be moving back into our apartment by the end of the month. It's a bit disappointing as we wanted to try another place, but from what I understand, there is a very good chance our neighbors are not moving back on their end, so it might just be back to the ideal scenario. There will be some very heavy renovation done and a thorough inspection of the structure before we move back in. So was I the jerk for my malicious compliance towards my landlord when he told me to stop complaining about my neighbors already that he had other things to do, which ended up with me not saying anything and the neighbor above us falling through the floor and costing the landlord a lot of money. It sounds like as soon as the OP got analytical and started measuring exactly what was happening and recording everything, then that's when the OP stopped taking him seriously. He started thinking, oh, he's just one of those type of guys that every little disturbance is going to be a complaint. Because if you remember, the moment that the landlord gave up on everything and said, stop complaining about your neighbors already, I have other things to do, was the same moment that the OP gave him the report that 98 events happened according to his microphone recording that he had in his computer. And falling straight through the floor, the only time I've ever heard of something like that happening is when there was either water damage currently or there previously was water damage and it was never addressed and then it just rotted over time. I'm sure it can happen in other situations, but those seem to be the times that I hear about it happening the most. And when you add really heavy workout equipment on top of it and with him dropping it, along with progressive cracks, that is pretty brutal. The OP said he had to call the ambulance for the guy, but but I wonder how severe his injuries were because if he had a barbell with weights fall on him from the story above to the story below, along with the weight rack and everything else, if you even survive that, there's a chance you could have some pretty serious injuries, lifelong injuries. But in the end, the landlord apologized to the OP and offered some pretty generous concessions because of the whole thing. I mean, he was willing to pay for an entire year of their rent and perpetually have them locked in at some sort of rent control lowered rent rate and reimburse them for their money that is pretty above and beyond i don't know if that's a requirement for this area or he just wanted to do that on his own but either way that's going to set the op up to be in a position where he could actually save for a house or something because he's not having to worry about his living expense but with all of that said what would you have chosen between those options the landlord presented how would you have handled the situation would you have been maliciously compliant like the op was and who was the jerk let me know down below am i the jerk for wanting to kick my sister out for talking to my daughter about how great her escorting job is. I want to start by saying that I fully support my sister's career choice and I am not interested in comments debating the morality of what she's doing. My sister is an escort. She came to visit us last weekend. She was planning on spending the summer with us since we haven't seen each other for three years. When she told us about this, my daughter was ecstatic. They have a great relationship and she helped me raise her after her mom died. When my parents first found out about my sister's job, they denounced her, told her that she was bringing shame to the family and that she would rot in hell. I tried convincing them to change their mind and that treating my sister that way isn't going to do anything good, but they told me that it was none of my business and that I should stop defending her. My sister became depressed because of that and she stopped working. When she couldn't afford rent, I brought her to my house. I told her that she is my baby sister and that I will always be by her side 
side and take care of her no matter what. She started getting better week by week and after a few months, she got back to being her former happy self. Back to the present day. Last Friday, when I got back home from work, I overheard them talking in my daughter's room. My daughter was asking her aunt about her job. My sister, her aunt, started telling her about how much fun it is and that she gets to visit many new places and meet new people and how she gets to decide when she wants to work, which allows her to take breaks whenever she wants. So she gets to visit and spend all summer with us. My daughter told her that her job is so cool and how she's looking forward to spend time with her and all the fun activities they will get to do in the summer. The next morning, I told my sister that I overheard them and that I didn't appreciate the way that she explained her work, making it seem all fun with no downside. She told me that my daughter wasn't old enough to hear about the dangerous stuff and I told her that she doesn't get to decide that. And since she felt that my daughter was old enough to hear about her job, then she is definitely old enough to hear about the downsides. When my sister was living with us, I always had to be on alert. Many times she called me to get her out of uncomfortable and dangerous situations. I had to wake my neighbor in the middle of the night multiple times to watch my daughter while I went down to get her. And to this day, she still sends me her location whenever she is meeting someone so that I could alert the police in case she doesn't text me afterwards. I told her that she needs to leave by the end of the week if she doesn't want to explain the risks of her job in age-appropriate terms to my daughter. She told me that I was cruel for doing this because I know how much they love each other and how much she was looking forward to spending time with us. But before you decide jerk or not a jerk, there is an update. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I spoke with my sister early in the morning while my daughter was still asleep. I explained to her how important it is to me that she talks to my daughter about the risks of her job because she would actually listen to her aunt more than me, especially now when she's reached the stage of dad isn't cool anymore and you are wrong to whatever I say to her. And I reminded her how much I want us to spend the summer together. I told her that I'm not a young man anymore and it's unlikely that I will be there for my daughter when she grows up in the same way I was was for her, so I need to know if I could count on her. I reminded her that she isn't obligated to share the details with her, just mention the bad side. Generally, unfamiliar locations, stranger men, increased risk of the unspeakable act happening to you, slash bodily harm, STDs, illegal substance use, etc. And then we can both answer any questions she might have together if she isn't comfortable answering them alone. My sister apologized, saying that she was selfish and admitted that she should have thought about me and my daughter first instead of refusing because she thought my daughter isn't old enough to hear about the bad side and promised she'll talk to my daughter about this over breakfast. I overheard the whole conversation and like I thought, my daughter was very receptive of her aunt. My sister was reluctant at first, but after seeing her niece's engagement, they ended up talking for over an hour, sharing her good and bad experiences and some funny stories. To clarify, my daughter is 14 years old. She even told my daughter about how I 
I stood up for her against our parents after the reaction and the many times I came to her rescue. I told my sister afterwards how much I appreciated what she did for me and her niece and she assured me that she will always be there for me and she'll always take care of her niece like I did with her. In the afternoon, while I was working in the garage, my daughter came to me and hugged me, saying that she loves me. I was fighting back tears and I failed because it was the first time in over a year that she hugged me and I think it was the first time since primary school that she said I love you to me. I still told her I love her every day, but she didn't say it back to me, even though I understand it's normal for some teenagers. It was actually heartbreaking for me each time she didn't say it back. She watched me work for a few minutes and left without saying anything. To the people who told me I must insist on my sister talking to her and not accept her refusal, and also to the people who informed me about the risks of trafficking, and while I am glad that wasn't the case, I appreciate it because it made me take this much more seriously. And also to all the other valuable comments and tips. I am honestly just relieved after a long week of stress and this made me realize again how lucky I am to have both of them in my life. So, was I the jerk for wanting to kick my sister out for talking to my 14-year-old daughter about how great escorting is? It sounds like the brother has really been there for the sister his whole life and probably vice versa because they both have an immense amount of respect for each other. It seems like this just was a hiccup or a misunderstanding probably because the sister has been so defensive because everyone treats her job in a really negative light and she probably reactively thought that he was doing the same thing too. They don't say it explicitly but it seems like it has to be obvious that the aunt, the sister, is actually explicitly saying to the 14 year old girl that she is escorting. Because at first I thought that maybe they were just saying oh auntie's job is this thing and it's dangerous. But the further we got in the more it seems that no she actually says what she does. Which is going to be an interesting perspective for that daughter to have as she enters her own adulthood. Even though he doesn't directly say it, it sounds like the OP is a little bit conflicted because most dads wouldn't want their daughters to be in that line of work. But at the same time, he also wants to respect his sister because she's already had what I'm sure he feels is enough hardship she's had to deal with because of her career choice. So if this was your family, your sister, and your daughter, how would you handle the situation and jerk or not a jerk and why? When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories in this series, use the playlist at the top of the description. And next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search for cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever music platform you use for copyright free music to use for your stream. It's free cream of the stream. Either way, thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you guys next time.